Fold and Close podcast explores a wide range of topics and offers unique perspectives of everyday people doing amazing things. We are here to push forward the unification of black people of color and bring forth our ancestors' wisdom. We hope to inspire, give healing advice and techniques, and awaken one's inner calling for purpose and self-awareness. We believe you are never alone. You are your ancestors manifested, and we encourage every individual to explore themselves, principles, and values, and to live for what they are and know. All right, y'all. Y'all ready for the first question? No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see. See what, see what you got. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay, so first question. How does love feel in motion for you? Who's talking? Who is talking? Oh, so. Okay, okay. So who's gonna answer this one, Vince? I mean, y'all, y'all should answer it. Oh. Do y'all understand the question? No, I really don't. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you I appreciate said, your eyes. For for me, how does love feel as a force? That's what you said. Yes. Oh, the love is like love can move mountains. That's how I see it. Because uh, you know we all experience love differently and depending on where you at mentally you can uh, receive it in a way it can move you do you make you do things you ain't never done or it, it, it just inspires you to do more or do you know do things that can better yourself or it can drive you crazy <laughs> you know it Love is love is a beautiful thing. I forgot to grab the stick. <laughs> yeah, should grab the stick. But yeah, um, it just for me, I just feel like you know, love can be the greatest thing we have. It is the greatest thing we have. And for me, it, it empowers everything I do. <laughs> I put love into anything I do. So that's how I see. I, I see love as like the most tremendous force there is. Mm. Pass it down the line. Alright, so you said love and motion. So when I think about love and motion, I go back to like relationships that I've been in and like the way it felt throughout the whole relationship, you know, how in the beginning it's like that puppy love stuff and then like it turns and evolves into something greater. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like love and emotion is like understanding. It's um, it's function. It's like being able to like coincide and actually work together and do things together. Mm -hmm. um, Building each other up. Um, It doesn't feel like restricted at all. Like it feels free. Love is free. Um, that's how it feels in the I feel like love and motion is um, that force that you cannot like uh, you just really can't put your finger on it it always is changing it's like 
always altering perception for real. It's like it's humbling. Like love is just um, something that you have to constantly remind yourself on. Like you know, just it's like the opposite of fear, you know. So it's like when you're not being afraid of anything, it's like that's when you practice in true love, you know. Just going with the resonating force that's within you. So love and emotion is is the force that drive all manifestations to come into its full potential. I also like love and motion is like water in a way. You know, it's like a generator. You know, it can be one of the, you know, biggest reasons someone does something for anybody. And uh, it, it, like you said, it makes people coexist, you know, better. All of that is, it's like one of the greatest things. Once again. <laughs> I feel like we speaking about all the good things about love. Love love can also hurt, like, you know what I'm saying? You're doing things for other people and loving them hard. Um, and sometimes you end up not loving yourself, loving them, if that makes sense. For lack of words. So my challenge question is, is it love when you're not loving yourself and loving outside of you? Like, like, does love, should, does real love hurt? I feel like real love, it does hurt. But it's also um, given, like, as you feel like you're hurting, it's a part of you that's, like, growing surpass your natural knowing, you know? Mm. So it's like, when love hurts, it may be hurting you, like, an aspect of you, but it's fulfilling, you know, a part of you also at the same time that it's hurting. So it's like... Love shouldn't hurt. I don't think so. But it do, just due to certain circumstances of just the way the world is. And it's like, through that, through you learning that love shouldn't hurt, that's when I feel like you're able to create new algorithms, you know? And love shouldn't hurt as much as it did once before, you know? So that's how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, with love... You said how it could, like, real love hurt? Mm-hmm. Well, in a way, it's a necessary sacrifice. Like, like the bro was saying, like, it fulfills another part of your aspect. And also, you know, it's it's necessary, you know? Real, real love, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt because you're going outside of yourself. Anytime you go outside of yourself, you know, it's... You're making a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So that's powerful. Yeah. I guess when you get down to the like the actual energy though, like all energy has polarity. Like okay. you know what I'm saying? To in order to keep balance, it would be some times where it hurt and it would be some times where it didn't. Mm. So y'all didn't really answer that first part of the question, the part of like, is it love when it's um you loving someone else and it's the external or was that the sacrifice portion? In a way. In a way? Okay. So to leave my being and love is that's also the form of it as well. Indeed. Okay. That that would be essentially like giving your love to someone else, right? Mm-hmm. Giving her something. <laughs> Sometimes. Hmm. 
<laughs> nah, I don't though. I feel like giving. <laughs> I feel like giving is what helps you, you know, release any, you know, in the trauma or just pain you have. Like giving is the force that is like, all right, word. You know, it's like the way that you can be like, wow, I don't have to hurt because I yeah. can give. You know, <laughs> so when you give freely, it's like. It's the release. It's like, word, I don't hurt as bad as I thought I did because I'm still able to, you know, be, you know, cooperative with other people and just coexist. Like, so giving is necessary to remove any, you know, bondage, like giving. Whether it be giving yourself, like, the proper information, time, whatever you need. So giving is the, you got to give. You got to give. So I feel, like, I feel like when we try to receive too much and not give, that's when it hurts, you know. Mm. Can you pass on the stick? <laughs> <laughs> I just stand the way the camera. But uh, when you say when love hurts, are you talking about self or are you talking about outward? That's I mean. Mm. I was thinking about self. I was thinking self too. Yeah. So you hurt like yourself the emotion. by loving outward. That was that the question. Or just more so, does it hurt? Should it hurt? Like, should we feel pain, hurt while being loved? By loving? being loved or giving love. Both. Should you feel pain by getting love or receiving love? No. Yeah. yeah. Maybe giving love, but it's like it's like the sacrifice round. It's like if you sacrifice and doing something that you rather mm-hmm. not do, mm-hmm. but for the sake because somebody else want to do it to show love, mm-hmm. then it could be it could suck for you. I mean, but it's all temporary. Prime example, like if I have to reprimand my kids, you know what I'm saying? That's that's tough love. I don't want to have to do that to my children, but. Mm-hmm. It hurts me, you know what I'm saying, to have to fuss at them or hit them or whatever the case. I ain't going to leave my kids there. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. But it's like part of like knowing they need the lesson mm-hmm. is why you extend yourself, even though it's like, this might, this isn't comfortable for me. You know, I don't want to do this, but I know that if you don't learn this lesson, it, you know, mm-hmm. it's vital to, to be in here. I feel like from what I took from what everything that was said, I feel like um, it kind of feels like too loving is also kind of like like when we're making that sacrifice and we're giving our love, it's also centering us into our being of being in our center and our truth so that we grow wiser and wiser as we elevate in more love. So eventually, like those old pains will be just that. They'll be old. They'll be because that's the sacrifice we're removing, we're releasing and we'll be just continuously like leveling up into like a deeper form of love deeper rooted love and I feel like when you operate in the love it has to it has to be balanced so like when you're sacrificing like it should be it shouldn't be more sacrifice than anything else you know what I'm saying it, it should be balanced I say the balance Very necessary sacrifice okay. y'all got a question y'all just pass it to me oh, is our turn to have a oh you got one sis yes <laughs> okay. Um are you sacrificing out of fear or love? I feel like we um experience both of them, you know? You have to like you have to experience both of them cuz if you like cuz we like um just been through so much, so a lot of the times you're going, 
out of fear, you're going to feel like, like, all right, where well, I got to do this, you know, to sustain my, you know, my status quo or whatever. So a lot of, sometimes you may, you know, when you just um, at the early stages of just the awakening part, you you will sacrifice out of fear, you know, and that's 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 natural. Until you get to the point of like you know complete awareness where you just like all right now nah, I'm not sacrificing our fear no more because I know what fear is you know mm. so I feel like we do often you know until we know not to. Oh, he kind of yeah. yeah. Love. Well, um, love and fear assignment. We feel that simultaneously. Like, like fear for me is a uh, false evidence appearing fair, uh, appearing real. So, Can you say that one more time louder? False evidence is apparent real. Okay. Pretty much. So when you think, you know, okay, this person may love me more than me or, you know, or you, you got this uh, thought in mind where, you know, someone is it's lopsided love. Hmm. And then you feel like you got to do more than the next person. You know, it's, it's necessary you know, to love beyond fear. Because uh, the more you love, the less, you know, the less fear is in your life. So, um, yeah, fear can interfere with love so much, too. There's plenty of points where we are just loving so much, we put ourselves in a position where fear can come into play. And that, that can, uh, affected in a, a huge way. Um, the only time I see fear like being affected is like in a relationship where in fear of like losing somebody. Like if you're if you're doing something that you know that the person wouldn't necessarily like or whatever the case may be, you wouldn't do that thing in fear of that person, you know what I'm saying? Leaving you. Even though you love them, but in the inside, this is what you want to do. You don't do it because you don't want to lose that person. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's not really operating out of love because at the end of the day, that's really what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But you don't do it because of the fit. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. it's, so it's like not love for you in that. Mm -hmm. yeah. like I, I lean into fear. Like I believe, like for especially black people, black men in general, mm -hmm. like a lot of our love is based in fear. Like it's because I don't think a lot of us know how to love. You know what I mean? So... I think that goes back to a whole bunch of other reasons about family and structure and black community and all that shit. But right. I think it's mostly out of fear. I think that most love that we show is just to make sure that that person is aware so they don't go nowhere. Like it, may, it might be on certain, maybe like deep down, like a subconscious thing that we just get in a robot mode and just do what a person likes so they can, you know what I mean? So they can be like, oh yeah, you know, they like this, so, you know what I mean? They ain't going nowhere. Right. Or that just to keep your, you know what I mean? But, I think a lot of that shit is based in fear. Just like uh, we try to, uh, what I'm trying to say. I got it in my mind, so I know how to, how to articulate. But uh, I, don't know, I believe a lot of that, a lot of the love, especially for black men, is based on how to fear. It's because the fact that we don't know how to love and just the fact that the whole system we got in place is that you're going to show love just to keep a person around. So it's more about manipulation at that point. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we really, I don't think we label it manipulation, but I think us, we, we, we fall in that realm. That's why yeah. we, you know what I mean, we know to just run and rip and run and be rolling stones, because we, you know what I mean, for that same reason. Mm. So. Hmm. so I love what you said when you said, uh, like, lean in to fear. Mm -hmm. um, it brings me to the question of what is the difference between 
fear and caution. Hmm. For y'all as black men. <laughs> yeah, let me go to the definition of caution. Mm, let's look, let me look Emotional it up. What was, the, what was the question? So, because um, he had said lean into fear, which I think is a powerful statement. And so my question for y'all is what is the difference between fear and being like cautious? Ooh. Emotions and logic. One is fear is emotional. Mm. And the caution thing is the logic. It's like, you know what I mean? Just right there. The logic <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Get that be on the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really got no more. That was, was kind of something that everybody told me. Yeah, being, <laughs> cautious, being cautious, I mean, yeah, you put more thought into, you know, okay, why am I fearing? Like, like let me, let me uh, evaluate some things. And uh, maybe it'll save me from, uh, you know, hurting myself. <laughs> Cause it's gonna give you that awareness. I just feel like there's still some sort of fear associated with caution. Yeah. But I think fear is one of the natural emotions that we are to experience. But wouldn't the fear make you cautious? Wouldn't the fear make? Mm, I think. Fear of the known, maybe. Um, like what you know, can make you cautious. What you know, you know, stick your hand. But that's awareness. Don't stick your hand. That hand. becomes awareness. Yeah. Fear of the known. At that point, is awareness. I think fear of the unknown is the blackness that you got to walk into to see what's in there, yeah, what's yeah, what's there. Hey, that's what separates caution from fear. Though. But I, I feel like fear was given to us through so many different years of oppression. Mm -hmm. Like fear is not a, a natural emotion for us. It's been passed down through epigenetics. It's funny you say that. So, because fear, it's like you know how to overcome. Like, you know, like, damn, I don't even supposed to be scared of that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like when you get back to the essence of just your DNA, you start to just go in there and unlock it. It's like, what? What am I afraid of? That was some, a veil that was put over me. Mm. Like, I was just thinking about my kids, like how, how my son, he'll be on the couch and he'll just jump off the couch. Mm -hmm. Not caring that he gonna break his neck on the table or whatever. Like, he's not scared. Cause fear is taught. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I was saying. Hmm. Yeah, fear, fear is installed early, at the earliest stages. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why we. Uh, that's why when we get older, we start learning how to be cautious, and just uh, you know be aware of like, okay, this is this is fear. This ain't that ain't how I operate. That's not how I'm supposed to operate. That's that's how yeah. Fair fair is funny. <laughs> fair is funny. Fair is funny. Comical. I um I feel like fear once it meets like awareness, like I feel like caution is a good thing. Like mm -hmm. when handling new things. You don't know where you're at. Like do y'all agree that you kinda need caution in relationships? And yeah, definitely. With other people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, you know. I, uh, when it comes to that, you know, being cautious with love. It's, it's, it's not true love. It's not true love. But, like, more so... Ah, okay. Can like, y'all explain? Like, like when, you, when you're being cautious with love, you are limiting yourself. You're limiting love. Loving is unlimited. It's unlimited. Love is infinite. I see. I'm, so here's my question. 
I, I see. Okay. I see. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. I see. <laughs> Where's the line of caution and careful? Mm-hmm. Caution and careful. Hmm. Um. All those is like things that's like limit you. Careful limits. Yeah. Like, There's limitations. Okay. <laughs> you mean like in these relationships when you just mess somebody you don't fully know this person, or you talking about a fully aggressive relationship that you in and y'all both in love? Like, what, I mean, I think with yeah, it doesn't matter. No. Because we don't know, like, we change every day. We don't know what tomorrow holds. So when I get there, I got to re-meet myself and figure out, well, what do I need today? What do I desire today? Right? So handling myself, I feel like personally even handling myself, I got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Because I might still be thinking, like, it, it worked yesterday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It worked this time. Like, let me do it this way. And it's like, bruh, it don't work. Love changes everything. <laughs> I got to make sure I love myself today. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, and so the end I'm being careful with myself. Because to me, love feels careful. It just feels like two hands when you approach. Okay, careful. That's a tricky... That's tricky. It's tricky. It's, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But it's like... Challenge it. Let me know. Like, that's like, that's like uh, for instance, like... That's a, not a man thing, though. That's a woman nah, thing. That's, that's feminine love. Like, yeah, that's as a, I feel like... But it's necessary. Carefulness, like, it's necessary. So what's the... It's necessary. I feel like careful though, like, ah. Yeah, love ain't careful. Love not careful. Mm -hmm. It's that force to, it's, it's, a, it's I mean, a force to be reckoned with. Like, ideally it's careful, but it ain't. I mean, it's, it's fragile on both ends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one thing. So y'all just don't gas, no brakes with the love? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I got. gas, no brakes with the love? That's how I have to, that's breaks. what it is though, bro. Gas, no <laughs> yeah. Man, that shit's on. <laughs> that's a, that, might be, that might be a thing though. All gas, no brakes. That might be a thing. Yeah. And maybe that's why we have order. Because we we express. And we don't stop our expression. We're creation. Like we're going yeah. to create. See, I, I love that you just said that. You made me think of um, Prince. Prince has a quote. And he said, um, he said, uh, God, dog. He said, Let me look it up. Give me one second, y'all. You need a stick. Oh, drink away. Y'all on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stay on it. <laughs> right. I'm glad, I'm glad these brothers came. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't want to be the one right there. <laughs> <laughs> Could have held it down, bro. I would have been you said that and it made me think of what Prince said. Basically yeah, what Prince said um, was how like basically um, freedom with no bounds can lead to self-destruction. Chaos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's chaos. And so like I always look at the word freedom and then liberation because I feel like Freedom. Oh shit! Okay, I mm -hmm. Freedom is unbounded. We can do whatever it is we want to do at this very moment, right? But I feel like liberation is being centered on like a set of code and principles, morals. Yeah. Morals. Yeah. yeah, which I think is in our DNA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it's still like our morals still bound. Okay, us. liberation is careful. okay. I got that. One. I feel that one. Because freedom is like people would do something careless, you know, versus with liberation. It's like, 
it's structure behind liberation. It's mm-hmm. annoying in liberation. Yeah. And it's like I choose well, my cases. I chose. Huh? Who would be, you would be the liberator. I'm the liber. I believe God yeah. is inside. So Within self, self would be the yeah. liberator. Yeah, yeah. The all that we are a part of is like a collective consciousness of this oneness. We like just all of us here together. It's liberating, like you know. Mm-hmm. So we like creating the liberating. We just are part of the liberating force that what liberation is about. We like the direct definition of liberation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you know um, when you're following your heart um, and not your emotions when making decisions and like all your relationships, you know? I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> I heard you. I'm thinking about it, though. Yeah, that's a, that's a deep thought. That's a, what's the difference? So, how do you know when you follow your heart and not your emotions when making decisions? There a difference between the two? No, because your heart is I wanted to know that, it's so based upon emotions. Yeah, I think those directly correlated. I don't think you can be one without the other. Your, your gut, your heart, and your brain is all connected. That part. So think about that when it comes to emotions. We feel it in our gut, goes to our heart. We thinking about it. It's all connected. So I, I want to separate the two. I think for me, emotions are like the centering part of my being to bring me to the center, to my heart. Because emotions are like changing, flowing. Yeah. But they're not like no one emotion is the all. Yeah. yeah. So when you're so talking about you. following your heart, you're talking about like your dreams, your goals, your aspiration, all the stuff that you want to do. That would be that's that's what you're talking about. I just feel it like women are emotion, y'all are emotional creatures though. Like you're asking us, like it's like y'all three D when we're two D. Women are I feel like women are more more emotional beings yeah, than men are. They are. I just feel like we just don't express it. I think, yes. So, we got all the same emotions. We just don't express it. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel, feel all the same stuff. I think, like I said earlier, I think. Also, black man, please get up the Black man, we're going to. I think we're logical creatures. More so when women are emotional creatures. Y'all make y'all decisions more off emotions and we're based off, off of our logic. I feel like that depends on the person though because my girl, my girl, she a Taurus, bro. She's hella logic. Like, and I'm a Sagittarius. Like, I got Jupiter and all this other crazy stuff going on, bro. Like, <laughs> like and she be, sta- she stands firm. Like, in her logic and all of that stuff. And I'm the one that's like, come on, baby, what's wrong with you? Like, you got to go. You know what I'm I don't think it's a man and woman thing. Like, I just think emotions, we all have them. We just deal with it differently because of the way we were brought up. You know what I'm saying? The way we were taught and domesticated. Like, the things you were saying about um, about upbringings. You know what I'm saying? And the way we choose to think. I agree to that. I, I grew up in a real manly, manly environment, hmm. 1980s, yeah. you know what I mean, I'm an 80s baby, so. See, and that would make sense, because my pops was locked up, you know what I'm saying, so all I got is my mama, you know what I'm saying, right. so like, we come from two different places, so I understand a little bit differently, yeah. but yeah. it's just, it just goes to show that we both have, we we all have all of it, you know what I'm saying, yeah. no. just deal with it differently. They do go on and on about the I just feel like women don't like <laughs> just genetically like women is more emotional. Even to, genetic, yeah. hey, even, even genetically. Due to the fact that y'all have y'all give birth, like yeah. that alone makes a 
a complete difference. Because we afford it. emotion. Y'all, y'all so, nurturers. Yeah. <laughs> so many energies go through the womb. So, I mean, y'all even connect to the ancestors better than most men. They all, I mean, yeah, all, yeah. If you so, in tune. If you in tune. If you're womb, right? You know, y'all feel things we could never. Mm. So, yeah, it's, women definitely uh, are more in tune with their emotions. I think we can be more We can We can reach that level, bro. Like, that divine okay. masculine yeah, through, is real. Through the, through the practice said. of, you know, this. Dealing with, yeah, 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 yeah. This right here. Yeah. 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 So, question. Even once the black man reaches his divine masculine and it's balanced in that nature right and he's lined up with partnership with divine feminine at that point do you believe that one will be more emotional than the other no i don't think so at that that's point balance. Nah, that's it, balance right it, it's not yeah it, it turns into yeah. balance eventually it, it does because i feel like you and i think that's working in harmony that's the insignificance that that you need to have a relationship i can see that just because it feels like like if there's an emotional woman once she gets her to her divine feminine she'll grab more logic and vice versa, logics, man will grab more. I think I was having a conversation with you before about, like, I feel like as a man, my job is to learn the feminine. And for a female, it's her job to learn the masculine. Mm. And for us to, you know what I mean? Because I already, in my DNA, I'm already masculine. I'm born that way. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. So to learn the other side, that's how you become a divine anything. It's yeah. to have both. It's the balance. But based on, you know, the the way the stars were aligned when you came to this realm, it could uh, play a part in you having more feminine energy or just knowing more feminine aspects than masculine because we are still both in, in one, mm-hmm. in a way, so. But then you'll attract your polarity, like what you were saying, mm-hmm. and then boom, there's still that Coast. equal balance of exchange. Yeah. Divine partnership? So sis asked, asked another beautiful question. Um, what is the masculine expression of love? What does it look like? The collective <laughs> I don't feel like there's a right answer for that. I just don't feel like there's a right answer for that. I feel like every man is going to show love differently. Can you give examples? Yeah, can, you, can y'all just share some? <laughs> it's going to be patience, though. That's the, that's the determinant factor. Oh, that's patience. Oh, I like that's that too. very powerful. powerful. That is very powerful. <laughs> I didn't expect that. But I feel like... I didn't expect it, but yeah, I didn't even be right. comfortable with saying it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that ego shit, though. It's like, it's like patience, though. Mm-hmm. But if love is love, it would be patient, it would be kind, it would be all the things yeah, that love are, right? love will make you patient. Love going... You going to take your time with love if you really love. Mm-hmm. Like, love, love ain't no... There's no rushing the greatness, you know? Yeah, once you get out the shallow realm, love is love. Yeah. Once you stop thinking shallow. But how it looks? <laughs> uh, what example can I get? Can I get right now? That's Don't push you away when you are emotional, I guess. When you, when you need somebody to talk to, I'm there for you and that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? All of the things that we wouldn't naturally want to do. You know what I'm saying? Do all of those things for the person that you love. Yeah. I think presence, presence, that's what it is, man. Just being present with your divine feminine and uh, with the woman. Just being present, man. listening. Man. And that's not like just in a physical sense. That's in a that's in a mental, mental spiritual, spiritual. Really being there for every, real, like every, yeah, not just being beside him. Nah, because nah. you could be beside him on the phone, 
Mm-hmm. You can be beside them, you know, being occupied. But presence is, you know, giving, sacrificing, you know, mm-hmm. everything else just to be present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's love right there. Yeah, like, I think that's that, that whole protect, like, uh, safety. I think that's another way we, uh, that's a big one. Making, making a woman feel safe. Protect, protect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the whole the, the protection thing. Um, I think that part is how we display our masculine energy as well. Yeah. So, or masculine you No, know, we don't. We don't get to show it a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, I, but I, 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 in our generation, because it's like women are more, like a lot of women is more, <laughs> you know, some more masculine <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. G.I. Jane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it has a lot to do with the music industry for one, you know? Like, especially with the younger generation. I'm 23. So I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women be like on some, some over, you know, some, some, some high masculine Taking shit. Taking on trade stuff. And it'd be like, wow, this oh, is I crazy. Gang shit. <laughs> and, and, and vice versa with the men. It's like, men be on some more feminine shit. Like, Yo, I heard, um, mm-hmm. I heard, I like Megan Thee Stallion, y'all, right? And she said one of her lines, she said, it's a lot of grown men that's bad bitches. Uh-huh. I had to take a step back. She was very authentic. Yeah. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. That's wrong. But I think, like, like for me, if I experience a man who's on some, like, bad bitch energy, <laughs> <laughs> It almost, like, I don't like to stay there because for me, it almost forces me to be masculine in that moment. Like, <laughs> hey, like, yeah. oh, this is what it is. This is what it looks like. And that's, you know, right. it just pulls a different energy from me. I think that's where women should be the most feminine, though, to balance them. You know, that, like if I meet a bad bitch man, I should yeah, be more feminine. I mean, I mean no, for real, that nurturing, that nurturing energy uh-huh. would, would fix, you know, that bad bitch in me. Hmm. Uh, to get, oh, no, you know, man. you gotta, <laughs> about, you know, you gotta figure out, okay, where is I this coming from? Going, you gotta man. figure out, yo, where is this coming from? Why are you acting this way? Like, yeah, what, yeah. what's missing? What? Where's the disconnect? We're not gonna be able to do that. It's gonna have to be yeah, a, she, a, she, another she, masculine, though. No, but uh, I agree. I, I agree. I feel what you're yeah, saying, yeah. but you I understand what he's saying. I understand it, yeah. but one, I don't... Put one of those bad bitch dudes around a bunch of real niggas and see He gonna happens. switch up. He gonna have to. He ain't got no choice. Really, though. It's gonna have to be a man, though. On the outside, he just gonna get more comfortable. I would think about it. I think he gonna get quiet. A past thing, but I know people that are going through life. I met people that be that way. They don't care who you are. They don't care what room they in. And that's them. And they comfortable in that skin. And it shocked me because usually, like I said, like yeah. usually they climb up or they change based on the environment. But yeah, you know I mean, once once I start meeting people that's like comfortable in their skin around anybody, it don't matter who in the room. Mm-hmm. And I that, that kind of shifted my whole perspective on. on so like it's like it's like a whole shift in 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 the way people think in general. I think it just I think it says more to how you view masculinity when you see him and don't see it in him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody else. A woman next to you, probably that deal with a certain different kind of individual, might see him and might not feel that he's as demasculated as you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, just taking that consideration, like somebody else might see him and be like, "Oh, I like that shit." Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, you know I mean? And I, but I think that's where polarity comes back into it because, like, even like me seeing something from a perspective, right? It's only based off of like the feminine energy I've met in my life mm-hmm. and the masculine energy I've met in my life. So if I meet the complete opposite, mm-hmm. it's just opposite of what I've ever experienced. Um, mm-hmm. 
So it makes me wonder if like words like masculine and feminine can even be uh, compartmentalized and utilized at all. Because what's to say like what it true what it what it is when it's the polarity link up when it's time for partnership. Yeah. So that's yeah, no, actually absolutely. why I, I asked that question. The feminine is male and female though. The energy is not male and female. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. So define masculine. Masculine is like you said, um, protecting. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's natural to be a protector. And then um, I guess a feminine trait would be uh, nurturing. Yeah, nurturing or like I'm trying to think of a, a scenario would be like if we were talking um, and you were just being passive. I guess being passive would be a feminine trait. Hmm. But see, uh, it's like both all of those words. Yeah. I, mean, I, see what, I see what you're saying, but I don't agree. Well, I'm just challenging it because, like, I know uh, you said protective. A woman's going to protect her children. Mm-hmm. A woman's going to do whatever it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, boom. And that's can... a masculine trait. Mm-hmm. And, and a female. Mm-hmm. But is it feminine? Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, I think, so like, see. Protective I, is masculine. I think it's masculine verbiage-wise, language-wise, for mm-hmm. us to talk about it. Yeah. But truly, once it breaks open, it's just energy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I need to do. In nature, a female who protects their children is just what she is. Mm-hmm. She's just the animal that she is. It's not. There's no differentiating her between a man and a woman. She just is being. Because mm-hmm. she's and, the first and, man. But that's still, all I'm mm-hmm. saying is the energy of being a protector and outwardly um, protecting something or even fighting. Mm-hmm. It's just masculine energy okay. mm-hmm. in itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. In there. Yeah. Them instincts just. I think the masculine energy talking about. Yeah, but everybody has that though. It's like how you look or how you carry yourself. Yeah, no, that ain't talking about the makeup of a person. Yeah, I think the question she was asking is like, you know, when she see a guy and he looks, you know what I mean? I felt like well, when she was talking about the the bad bitch energy, I felt like she was talking about more like the vanity and like and just the way that he He carries himself. Yeah, the the outward. Yeah, I would say carry, but for me, anything outward first is internal. Internal. So for me, it's the inner energy, and now I'm seeing the manifestation of it. And I say it like that because, like, okay, uh, I know we were talking about protect them. Um, but, like, another quality that I hear about in relationships is, like, being chased. One, uh, like, and I see it, I see it on Twitter. Yeah, I love Twitter. But Twitter said, uh, like, women like to be chased, right? And there's some men, I feel like, who also have that uh, characteristic, right? Being chased. So at that moment, that manifestation of being chased, like, is it a woman's energy to, to be chased or chased? Like, that cat and mouse game, that's, which to me is polarity. Just. Polarity, yeah. I feel like that's just knowing your divinity. Like, you know knowing your what? Divinity. Just knowing you're divine. And just, like, just knowing that, you know, I ain't like no other. And that's, that's like... That's like, uh, you know, we all have something special about ourselves. We all got abilities that we don't want everyone to, you know, experience. So uh, that's where, you know, just, oh, you you got to come get this. Or like, yo, this ain't something you always going to receive. So that's, yeah, that cat and mouse thing. I mean, that's that happens simultaneously as well. It's you know, chosen, being chosen. Being chosen, yeah. Polarity and everything. Yeah. These words, man, I don't know. This language is big enough for us just yet. Let me see. Talking about English? 
English, yeah. Yeah, yeah English definitely uh, yeah, makes it's, it's very complicated. It complicates everything. Uh, we need more just like sounds. <laughs> For real, though. Like all the indigenous languages are just tonal. Yes, right. Tones and vibrations. Uh-huh. Isn't that what English is? Isn't that what English is? Too much sound. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's too much. And the wrong sound. It's too much. Yeah. the wrong sound? I think like the... Teach me, I don't know. Like the words, and I definitely add on... The yeah. words don't like... They don't uh, serve its purpose. They, they don't, they don't okay. hold the same frequency at which they would if they were, if we had created them ourselves. If we still had our true original mm -hmm. languages. Because mm -hmm. like the word mourning, why does it sound like mourn, ning? Mm -hmm. I was just going in about that the other day. Then like when you say I, you can be like I, I, la, le. Then somebody telling the lie. It's too much confusion. And all the sounds. Complicated, though. Too much confusion. All the silent aspects of certain words, mm -hmm. like knife, like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. English isn't straightforward. Mm -hmm. It's not a straightforward force. It's not. Right? It's so hard to be like, thank English. you. Stink you. Stink you. Stink you. Very much. Word. It's just, it, it, it complicates everything. Because nah, we could be saying something. We, we could be saying yeah, you know, something. Language would be That's why we got Ebonics. Mm -hmm. That's why we do it all the time. Yeah. 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 We do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we often we do stuff like that. That's why you see so many people speak talk slang. Like, you know? For real, that's our. We're taking yeah. it back. That, and that's why I think it's so dope about black people and our spirituality. You can't give us nothing that we're not going to raise to a higher vibration. Yeah. Like, oh, whatever it is. <laughs> oh, okay, give me one second. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? Because the Matrix, they'll teach you that Ebonics is wrong. They'll teach you that those people are dumb. You know? like you, you, mm -mm. They should shy us away from talking like that. Mm -hmm. like, for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking about the psychology behind it. Like, they teach us to hate ourselves for real. Yeah. And it shows in the language. Yeah. So, um, let me see. I don't know who wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then... Okay. So, I got two questions. First, just because we were just talking about this topic. Um, as a man, how do you address a man with bad bitch energy? If at all, when do you decide not to step in? What do you mean, addressing for what? <laughs> Word. So not to step in. Yeah. I respect you it. Grown ass man, bro. Like, <laughs> don't act like that. Act like that. That's on you. Uh, Unless it's in your, you know, your calling. Your camp. Your immediate circle too. Mm -hmm. Like your friends. It wouldn't be my my. How could you be my friend like, acting like that? <laughs> like for real, not like you couldn't. Nah, well, I can't. I, I can't say that. As as it is, like, I can't say yeah. that. Yeah, you my man, sometimes you know, there's, there's moments where your homie might just be tripping. Like, bro, you 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 tripping? Like, you gotta, you know, that's where the mask gonna come in. Like, bro, hold up, hold up. Like, yeah, that's love, doing, bro. The boy, that when when you making make you uncomfortable. Yeah, like hold somebody up. energy make you uncomfortable. Right, I don't think right. I gotta do with the mask. I don't think that's. I mean, the, this example is one, but anytime mm -hmm. you feel uncomfortable in any situation, you should. You know what I mean? That's when you should address it. If you don't feel uncomfortable, then yeah. it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just look past, I just look past all yeah. that. No, that shit don't bother yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it, if it doesn't, you know, you know, come into my life, if you ain't coming into my, 
you know, magnetic field with that then. Yeah, I was about to say, because yeah. it have to be like some type of exchange of energy for me to even address this person. Yeah. Like, so if they just being themselves, then who am I to even mess with them at all? Like, yeah. bother them at all? Yeah. Exactly. Respect. So, question. Um, y'all had mentioned the words presence and protection, and that y'all could be there, you know, for the feminine energy, for the feminine woman, um, and just have that presence, you know, in different forms, right? What ways um, do y'all as men spiritually be present and show up for a woman and also spiritually protect her? You said what are some ways? Mm-hmm. I got an altar at the crib. Like, I mean, I do my sage and my rituals all the time. I mean, that's all I know to do. So include her in your spiritual work? Facts. In your yeah. spiritual life? Facts. Indeed. Some of for prayer. Indeed. Cooking. That says cooking is major. It's ritualistic. You can uh, definitely be super present in cooking mm-hmm. with with your woman, and that makes a difference. That makes a huge difference. The question you said spiritual, though, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't say physical. Nothing about physical, right? Well, that's a manifestation. Ritual. The ritual part of it. So in a way, that's yeah. Sure. That's love. Yeah, read the question again. Um, okay, so what ways are y'all as men spiritually um, present for and spiritually able to protect mm-hmm. y'all, you know, the woman in your life? Prayer. Man. Praying for the you. ability to protect yourself. I'm about to say, being aware of my own energy. Being like, aware that's, my own energy. like, yeah, being aware and control of my energy to make sure my energy is. Balance it. I don't throw her energy off. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's safe for me. I, I ain't got too much on that one. Hmm. I love so the. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm missing it. Either, so yeah, bro, it thinking, but I for me, okay. So when you said ritual, right? Yeah. You brought. To the ritual of cooking. The ritual of cooking, yes. You brought to my mind how, like, there's so much ritual in all of our lifestyle. Everything we do is ritual. Mm-hmm. So, how can you be that presence and that spiritual, that spiritual presence and that spiritual protection? Because, mind you, our physical being doesn't always have, it, it will, cannot always be everywhere, right? That's the limit of having this vessel. However, our spirit is not limited. So how can I show up spiritually? And so to me, I think it's beautiful that you brought up ritual because it's our lifestyle. Like whatever you do every single day is ritualistic, you know? So what ways does that look, how do you share that, that ritual, that spirituality with a partner? Consistency. Consistency and being always, you know, having them always involved. I mean, it's, it's not a good thing to always have them. Well, you got to have some, uh, some that, that balance. Yeah. And the boundaries? Yeah, the boundaries. But, um, you know, just... I think know. speaking life into her is a big thing. I'm sure. It's constantly being positive and constantly um, being mo- being her motivated. I think that's, that's a, a, a piece of the protective protection. Keeping her protected from, I guess, bad thoughts and doubt and any other, and those type of things. Removing the insecurities. Yeah. Mm. Removing insecurities. 
Cause that is detrimental, like to growth, like just being insecure. Mm -hmm. like, so I got a question. Like, so when you give that positive energy, right, or you give them positive affirmation, how do you handle when she doesn't receive it as such? Mm. Like, so if you're trying to be in a positive state of mind, right, you're trying to push her to be positive, say something is bothering her, she's stressed about whatever it is, and something bothers her. How when you, like, when you're trying to give her that positive push, she's like, yo, I ain't trying to hear that shit right now. Mm -hmm. So how do you deal with so that? So what are you trying to hear? So you just probe, I guess. Yo, we just talk. We just talk about it. Yeah, we just talk about it. We've had those situations before, too. She's mm -hmm. like, nah, man. Like, I really, I'm, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just talk about it, man. But I'm still gonna be positive about it. It ain't gonna change my, my approach, you know what I'm saying, and the way I do things. So staying grounded, staying rooted, not letting hers change and maneuver. Because mm -hmm. I know it's gonna, even though, even though she feel like that right now, I know it's gonna go down, she'll be all right in a few. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't change up mine. I gotta be, stand firm in me. You gotta remain calm. And that'll help her. I sure. Mm -hmm. Because the moment you try to, you know, meet the women with that, you know, that aggressiveness, <laughs> nah, that gonna you, it's going to be an ongoing conflict. Like, it ain't no it's end of that. Start, like. It's like, you got to be calm. Like, you got to be. That's, it ain't easy. <laughs> Nah, nah. Nah. <laughs> That's yeah, what the yeah. divinity is going to It's not. And I think to me, like, uh, what y'all are describing, what it sounds like to me is like, Oh, hold on. Let me ask another question. <laughs> it's not easy. Does that external challenge root y'all deeper into y'all masculinity? It has yes, yes, yes. Say it again. Does that external challenge, because your woman, she's not having it, right? And you somewhere and she's just in a different vibe. Does that external challenge root you deeper into you know, let me not say masculinity into your yeah. divinity. Right. It can. It depends on where I'm at that day, though. Because if I'm not balanced that day, it could throw me off. Mm -hmm. Like I might have to go outside. Like you know what I'm saying? I might have to go just separate myself for a little while, mm -hmm. and then come back to it. You know what I'm saying? But we gonna come back to it. Mm -hmm. But I gotta make sure I'm straight first. So in terms, it still is though. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess yeah, it does. It mm -hmm. does push me in. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's just a reflection of me, though. Like, everybody's not like that. Yeah. Some people might flip their shit, you know what I'm saying, and, and go back and be combative. But But that's the stage that they're at. That's just the... And you're not there. I'm not and so there. I'm going to stay here because I got to keep it. Yep. times where I could be like Joe Budden and just and, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm gonna stay it out and, mm -hmm. and deal with it I'm about to say Joe Budden got two sides you know what I'm talking about when he's sitting there like maybe for Zen master Okay, so does slash did spiritual alignment with your partner um, happen before or after commitment? 
So we changing gears. Um, does spiritual alignment, um, vibration, right? Does that alignment happen before or after commitment? I would I would say oh go ahead bro. I would say uh, before because you got to see somebody higher self before you got to see their highest potential. You got to see that in somebody before uh, you engage. Okay. And so that that's where the spirituality comes into. It's just, you know, wanting better for them as well. The spirituality is wanting better at all times for me. I say after. I got to make sure your frame right before we even try to push forward. Forward. You know Read the know? question again. I got, I, got, I got to learn what your foundation is before I may even try to align with you. I mean, for me, because all that matters, you know what I mean? Your foundation going to tell me if we even want you even to try to align first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So gotta get someone, gotta get to know someone on the ground level mm -hmm. before I take it in. So I think that alignment comes after. Mm -hmm. Like after I've committed and being like, I right, this is what it is, then that's just a work in progress after the fact. Mm -hmm. So the I question, oh, you can okay. The question was, does um, slash did spiritual alignment with your partner happen before or after commitment? I think when um, I think spiritual alignment comes before you meet your partner because. Simply because of the law of attraction. However, however you are and however you act, and that's what you will attract. Mm -hmm. And I feel like spiritually you attract the next person in your life. And I feel like that happens before you even meet them. Okay. Just, just mm -hmm. off, based off of how you're living. The collective of just everything. And it's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Painting this whole, you know, narrative. Yeah, because soon I know as soon as I change, as soon as I start changing my life and start, you know what I'm saying, really being mindful of the way I was moving. I met the girl I'm with now, and she's everything that I that I was trying to be mm -hmm. back then. You know what I'm saying? So I like I just feel like the universe was like, here, here you go, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Level twenty-two. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, so it's it's definitely happened before though. Because like even with like uh, when a woman has a child, she already committed. You know, for the most part, that she got to take care of her child when it's born. Like, mm -hmm. she don't even have a child yet. And it's like, I got to take care of this baby, you know? It's commitment. So the commitment is always before, though. In love. Yeah. Especially yeah. nowadays, because you know what you're getting into nowadays. Yeah, you know. It's, it's no... You know. It's a choice. It's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's just up to the two people to, you know, control the direction. Like, it's just like, where y'all going? You know, you literally both got to choose. You want to act out of lower self or we going to act out of higher self or we, you know, mm. which way we want to go. Mm -hmm. Can we answer that? Mm-hmm. It's all in the knowing, too. Yeah. Just knowing. Man. <laughs> the the resonance. <laughs> Just got to know. Man. You know what you want in your life. So it, it'll, it'll come just knowing that. Do you know what you want in your life? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't mean like specifically. <laughs> oh, 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 I mean, I'm just talking about like, I mean, in general, yeah, like, yeah. Do, do we really know what we want in life? Indeed, or do we bro. have a do we have an idea of what we think we should want? Like that's what I ideas swear. is uh, thoughts, but we know deep down, deep. And when you root it, you know. But if you ain't tapped say, in, I, I definitely got a vision. But if you ain't tapped into yourself, yeah, no. do you, do you uh, take into account how many people out here that's not tapped into themselves? 
Like, you they're going know yourself. For, they're going off of things they see. Exactly. And you mm-hmm. got to believe half of what you see, half of what you hear. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that, that part makes it scary because mm-hmm. how do you really know? Like, cause you don't really know because that person might think they know or that might really right. think they be it or they, they're emulating all the moves. But maybe they're doing that shit all just from what they see and not what how they really are. You know what I mean? What's exactly. really in their spirit? Yeah, exactly. Right, and uh, based on my experience, yes, that's that's true. Uh, some people don't know what they want, and they they feel like they want it this day, next day, like uh, hmm. it is what it is. I just gotta roll with the punches, and that's that's no. You just gotta know. That's no. Definitely, you just gotta get to a place of knowing if you're not already there. Hmm. That knowing is internal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, all the way. Okay. So it sounds like self-trust mm-hmm. while in motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just knowledge yourself in general. Knowledge yourself. Okay. So I got two more questions for y'all. Um... Let me see. Some of this chickpea salad. Bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we can get some of the chickpea salad. Though. Oh, yeah. Chickpea salad. <laughs> that joint. And then the burro um, hash browns. That joint good, too. It's what hash browns? Uh, burro banana. Oh. Like, yeah. It's like potato. Yeah. Potato. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Impressed. I eat it raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the burros? It's just good for iron. Yeah, man. Full of it. Aren't they the most alkalized bananas? That's really good. Yeah, burros. So. Yeah, burros. They're little. They don't, they don't even get the little mint in there. You got the babies. You got the, the burros. Big and... They about this, about this long, but they thick. Yeah, they yeah, short. Thick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the long. It's so y'all, for y'all individually, like as y'all selves, when was the, what did that feel like and when did you know um, that you were in like love with yourself um, and truly like aligned within your being, like meeting yourself in that love? But the moment, the moment that I, um, I honestly the time and um just did that shadow work and it just was like started to inform myself like just get information like our information you know not anybody else's information information that's rightfully for us mm-hmm. and it's like when I started to inform myself and then like in terms of just putting the proper food in my body it was like yo this is crazy like I always was looking for this feeling you know mm-hmm. and like through just different you know situations of just growing up in certain families it's like we put like in these positions to really you know overcome you know the narrative that we was given and it's like it's it's the it's the it's the food and the information for me though yeah and then uh connecting with nature got me more in tune with self and knowing you know okay i'm with myself like when you're alone you start knowing you start knowing everything about yourself because there's no influences there's no distractions you got to be alone to really know yourself that's the only way and then also like bro said um the food man that's that's information that's 
how you tap into your higher self as well. In a way, herbs definitely help me with that too. So, yeah, being alone, man, has helped tremendously. I feel, I feel both of those. Um, when I really, really realized it, like just like he said, I had started eating better. You know what I'm saying? Changing my diet, changing not only my diet of food, but my diet of content that I was taking into my mind. You know what I'm saying? Um, and once I started growing as a person and and getting deeper into my spirituality, I realized that the things around me weren't growing. And that's what made me realize that I was growing and that I was, you know what I'm saying, becoming, yeah, becoming more. So I had to, I had to uproot myself from where I was at. Mm-hmm. And completely like changed everything, mm-hmm. and that's when I really knew. I was like, "Oh no, nah, I gotta go," and that's when I knew. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it's a combination of all of that, like the solitude and everything matters. You know yeah, yeah. Everything solitude for real. Yeah. Food sounding real, real spiritual, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we take in sounding real, real much like food and. Is truly what our spirit is being fed up off of. Hmm. And yes, abstinence does change shit. No, 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 it really does, yo, because it's the same energy that you use to have sex is the same energy that you use to create. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I can see the difference, and it was like, um, I know one of the questions was talking about how can good sex be distracting and all of that. Yes. Can a good sex help? Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah, because because you can you can manifest a whole lot of stuff if y'all if y'all in tune with each other, mm. if you are using it the right way. You know what I'm saying? But if you out here willy nilly, bro, it's a distraction. So, but yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't gonna go there, but. That's real. That's real. That's real. Well, I feel like we should go there then. So, abstinence. Have you ever tried it? And um, does it affect the relationship? And what is gained from it? What is gained from solitude? What is gained from abstinence? Uh, what I feel like is you when you when you're abstinent, you are harnessing your energy like never before, and it's, it supercharges you. It's like you supercharged when you super sin type shit, and you just like you got the ability to manifest anything when you abstinent, and when you you know having like you said good sex can change everything too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's if you know y'all connected in that way, and you got to be operating and uh, knowing of you know, oh I'm gonna make you better. Uh, I'm gonna, this gonna change your life, you know. Yeah. Yo, you wasn't trying to hear it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, man. I look at a- after this a little. Uh, you ever tried it though? Uh, it ain't gonna hurt you, bro. I don't think so. I don't think I ever tried it for real. If I'm being honest, like I, don't, I, I didn't put a, uh, a effort into like you know what I mean practicing abstinence. Like no, I mean had it been. I'm like, talking about like like take a week or two off. Yeah, but not by choice. 
Okay. Intentions <laughs> matter. I mean, not like not like I was like out there like trying to get pussy like that, but it's just that. I mean, there's times I wasn't in a relationship, so I wasn't. You know what I mean? I wasn't sexually active. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Was but see, it's about. like the natural ebb and flow because abstinence would be natural in that sense. Yeah, but it, I, I never made an effort towards it. Like a yo, conscious I'm, choice. Yeah, yeah. A conscious choice to be like yo, I'm about to just stop having like, sex to get my shit right because I always felt that sex made me. It balanced me out. Like, you know what I mean? I think it. it uh, it creates like a lot of pent up aggression. It does. And so, but that's what, that's when balance comes into play. Though. That's when balance comes into play. But I, uh, thing about sex, you can practice semen retention for the masculine definitely, and that helps as well. Because uh, you could have sex. Explain <laughs> explain semen retention. I was about to say. Semen right. retention is no practicing no ejaculation. Don't finish. So just like edging. Yeah. Edging, Don't finish. That's what they call it. <laughs> I feel it. I feel like that's just you know. <laughs> That's what they call. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could get there and not. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a process. Like, what? It's a process. All up. Nah, I'm good. I hear but you. you know, know. Yeah. The best part is before That's you right. ejaculate. I mean, I get it. I, I mean, I understand the logic of it, and I agree. Like, if you if you add to a point, then the ejaculation gonna be amazing. It only makes you better. Like to like walk away from the session all together. Like, <laughs> you know say you had to walk away from the session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so, like oh, it sounds like that's like just doing one session, just not session. like just actually just fucking and coming. Yeah, actually pushing the session longer. Yeah. I thought you meant like you like your partner to reach her heights and yours. But you're not talking about like within like a month. You're talking about like within a session. Okay, yeah, just yeah, don't finish though. Yeah. Okay, I, I, just I, don't finish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, don't fish in it at all? No, just that that time. That like, part. During that session, that part. he said semen retention. Mm-hmm. So all that is is you you doing the whole act, but you just don't finish. But that has nothing to do with abstinence. Yeah, that's not that's, that's not abstinence. Yeah, no. I mean, it does though because it's <laughs> self control and discipline. That's so true. the action of retaining and holding you know yourself back in any form abstinence or you know retention yeah. is just discipline i choose this i'm here okay. yeah. Boom. No, no. abstinence would be not doing it all right? yeah yeah abstinence staying keep harnessing your energy mm-hmm. you know? like just like okay i'm gonna protect mine i think the semen retention thing is actually more powerful than abstinence uh, mm. yeah because when you uh, get to that point uh, where you you right there, you could breathe all of that back into the mental and it, it so goes, it's keeping you know keeping we're gonna have your to have a whole session about that joint maybe. yeah yeah your magnetic field just you know and, and increases the whole frequency because you took on all the frequency you on, but you didn't that. give off none of yours because we got all the energy and you mm-hmm. got to be careful with that. That's weird. When you know transmutation, mm-hmm. you could turn that into something so pyramids. Yeah. Pyramids. Mm-hmm. Like, think of a pyramid. Like, that's how I look at it. That's deep. Yeah, I took a left turn from abstinence. <laughs> 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 well, y'all, this was beautiful. It is now 1.30. So y'all just start wrapping your mind around the questions that you know y'all may have for us, and uh, we about to switch. All right, y'all, peace and thank y'all.